Rick Stevens, financial advisor with FRS Financial Group, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. For more detailed information regarding any of the topics discussed on today's show, please call 719-500-8700. This is Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial. Here's your host, Rick Stevens. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. I am your host, Rick Stevens, and this is your show. Remember, if you've got a question, if you've got a topic that you would love to hear us cover on a future episode of Money Matters, feel free to give me a call, 719-500-8700. You can shoot me an email, rstevens at frsfinancialgroup.com or Just go to our website, frsfinancialgroup.com. Go to that top right corner, hit that contact tab, send us that question, send us that topic, shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you. Well done. Well, you know what? We we work at it here. We work at it uh, sometimes on a weekly basis uh, here in the studio. Andrew Rogers with me today, as always. Andrew, Happy recording day. Happy recording day. It is a festive recording day, to say the least. Well, it's got to be a festive day, number one, because uh, the Lions have no shot at the basement (laughs) in the NFC North this year. No, and we have a shot at some other stuff as well. That's very true. Also, folks, joining us in the studio today, Terry Kane is with us. Terry is a mom. She's a caring, beautiful soul. She is with Dignity Memorial. Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Awesome. And we won't mention what team south of us with the star on the helmet she roots for. Well, she Go still Cowboys. thinks it's their year, but, I mean, it's that time in the Cowboy life cycle that I think it's their year every year. <laughs> this point of the year now. Uh, yeah. Now just to get to the postseason to choke it away. Yeah. Hey, we're in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at the division you have. I mean, I know, on. I know those Eagles. They shocked me. They, I think they've shocked the world more I think or less so, too. so far. I think so too. Some crazy stuff. Well, I, folks, we have to offer our legal disclaimer today uh, because we've got a guest in studio that LPL Financial and FRS Financial do not endorse the guests appearing on Money Matters because. FINRA and the SEC frown on that. But, Terry, we are glad you're here with us, even as a Cowboy fan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, too. Uh, <laughs> and I have to have get, give a disclaimer, too. All right. I am a Go girl. I know that my name is Terry, and I sound kind of like a guy. I've been called Sir since I was 15 on the phone. <laughs> so if I ever call you on the phone, I'm going to tell you I'm Teresa Kane, but I do go by Terry. So just want you to know. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Hey, Andrew, I've got, a, I've got a question for you okay. to get us started today. All right. Are you more of a planet guy or are you more of a fly by the seat of your pants guy? Kind of the planet, very much hands on, uh, deb- debatable control freak. But I think with this topic, uh, the more I've thought about it, I think I might just be a, I ain't going to be here, so let him figure it out. <laughs> oh, bad guy. plan. Bad plan. Okay, well, uh, so Terry, I'll just let you take it from there and go because, you know, it's, <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Folks, we are talking today about 
pre-planning memorial services, right? Pre-planning your own service, helping, you know, folks in your family as well, whether that's, you know, you and your spouse are pre-planning things, uh, working on things for parents, whatever the case may be. But the, the, the reality is planning is a good thing, right, Terry? It surely is. And when you say pre-planning, we mean pre-planning as in 10, 20, 30, 40 years in advance. It doesn't matter what age you are. You will always use this service at one point or another. And the earlier you do it, the better. You know, I'm I'm kind of that. I, I fall into that control freak bubble a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, who would have ever guessed, right? The financial guy's a planning kind of a guy, <laughs> likes the hands-on stuff. But in my world, on that planning side of things, I really want to make sure that the uh, the the folks that are there for my celebration of life, for my memorial service, don't see it as, you know, we typically think of the funeral, it's the downtime, it's the sad time, it's all the mourning sort of things. Mm-hmm. I want mine to be a roast. I want oh. I want people up telling funny stories about me. Same. That at that point in time, I won't be able to refute. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's I, can't, right. I can't offer any explanation on anything. And in my world, I'm also going, you know, you guys may or may not be aware of this. But I kind of like baseball a little bit. We do. And, we know this. Yeah, and, know. and one of the things that, <laughs> that, that is actually in my will, uh, actually, is that everybody who goes to my memorial service, they're getting a ticket to a ball game on me. I want to go. And, and <laughs> Okay. Now we're not we talking about that kind plan. of planning. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're offering that kind of a Well, imagine how great of an event it'll be if you see up on that big jumbotron. Welcome, Rick Stevens oh, Memorial. Exactly. Gosh. That's part of the whole. That's part of the whole thing, right? To have forty thousand people in a stadium going. They've got a what? <laughs> well, you know what, and that's the cool thing about pre-planning today. A long time ago, funerals were 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 just, you know, the same, same, same thing over and mm-hmm. over, and it was sad, and it was. It was dreary and, and it was it was hard and it was, you know, people are crying. It, 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 I, nowadays, it's a whole different thing. I, yeah. I'm going to have a big old Irish luau on the beach, you know, and and I'm going to be in a salt rock urn. So you know, yeah, but but not a Viking fun. funeral, I hear. I I you know that's illegal and the it's EPA a felony kind of and they don't. Yeah, yeah, I mean I I did check into it because I thought it would be really great. Yeah. <laughs> now, kind of like kind of eating into the brass tacks, though, you mm-hmm. know, Terry. When it comes to that topic of pre-planning, I think we all know that idea of saying this is what I want to have done, you know, whether it be the luau, whether it be a baseball game, but really when it comes to pre-planning these kind of arrangements, what goes into it and what do we need to make sure that we are actually doing and preparing for that day that, like it or not, will end up coming? Well, I always tell people that there are four steps. The first step is just to reflect on what you want. Do you want a cremation? Do you want to be a tradi- I mean, have a traditional burial? Do you want to have a religious component? Where do you want to have your service? Do you want a reception? I mean, there are just so many pieces that you can do. I mean, that you need to think about. Um, what songs do you want? What music do you like? There, you can you can plan down to the nth degree. So step one is just to reflect on what you want. The second one is to record it. Um, we have some really great tools at Dignity. Um, I'll, I'll go into that one a little bit more, but you, you need to write down what your plan is because if you have two or three or four kids and you've talked to them about these things different at different times, they may they they all have heard something from you 
and your plans may have changed and you might have talked to this one after that and they're and then at the arrangement they're sitting there once you once you've passed they're saying well mom told me this well well mom told me this and so if you've right. got it written down and even a step further paid for and planned out there's no question what you wanted so step 2 is to record what your wishes are the third step is to secure it put it in place fund it get it paid for we have inflation too. I mean, we suffer. I mean, from that curse, you know. Right, right. Our plan, our our programs, um, our costs double every ten to fifteen years. And the, if you get it funded, it locks the, today's costs in place. Um, and then, of course, the fourth step is probably the most important, and is to share it with those who are, who you love, who are going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. That way, they know what mom wanted what the plan is, that she's got it written down, here's the plan, that it's paid for. The only thing that we don't pre-plan are taxes. You know all about that. You have no idea what the tax rate's going to be when somebody passes. But you've shared it with your family, and they they know what to do. They have to make a phone call, and then our funeral directors put their arm around them and walk them through the rest. And you can focus on taking care of the family and getting into that healthy grief mode instead of trying to make hard, hard, hard decisions that you don't know how to make or don't want to make on probably one of the worst days of your life. Right. You know, it's, it's that, that immense amount of stress, Mm -hmm. right? When somebody close to us passes grief that, that we really don't need to be adding to the stress of those that have survived us no kidding. by saying, hey, why don't you guys go ahead and figure it all out? Just do whatever because I'm not here, right? Yeah, try, yeah. To find, try to figure out how to pay for it. Go do a GoFundMe or something. Right. That's, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, as we kind of look at all these different pieces and, and you know, my wife and I were actually talking about this a little bit last night about, mm. you know, our generation versus our parents' generation and you know if we're if we're going back and we're looking at at my parents if we're looking at her dad um, because that's actually two different generations uh, actually because yep. he was born in 1932 my parents were born in the 50s oh, wow. um, and we we all seem to approach looking at this idea of planning a little bit differently mm-hmm. um, you know I know with with my folks if I bring anything up it just gets shot down immediately just nope you guys just do whatever you want and. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. They, they, there's this whole don't really like to talk about it mindset. It's a difficult conversation at best. Yeah. And and I know that in my world, I don't mind talking about it because, quite frankly, I want people to do what I want them to do for for <laughs> my for my memorial service. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, you know, with that, we, we talked with the state attorneys, and we know those kind of plans and that really can be locked in and very secure. But, uh, Terry, when it comes to having that laid out in that plan, you know, through this process, how – laid out and structured is it you know say you know like my parents if they had a plan putting it together and lining it out what leeway do i have to say you know yeah i'm sure dad would have wanted it that way but on that side he ain't here this is what's going to happen well okay i have a lot of thoughts on that whole conversation (laughs) right there (laughs) first of all if dad's laid things out and paid for it and, and put it in place honor it you know i mean you do. You're able to change plans at the time, but again, if if it's pl- planned and paid for and and the like, I mean, why not just just carry it through? I okay. mean, that's what he wanted. But it is, you know, something where it is actually laid out and it is very easy to do that. And yes, you can change it, 
And it's illegal for us to keep funds for goods or services that we don't provide. Okay. So, well, I say that, okay, so there's a whole lot to this still. There are a lot of things that we guarantee. Mm -hmm. All of the things that we guarantee are are costs that we are able to set the price of. Once it's paid for, it's it's locked in. Yeah. That that if if our costs increase, yours don't. Mm-hmm. But if at the time you're sitting down with the funeral director and say, "I don't think we f- see a value in this any longer. We we don't want to have that part of this service that has been pre-planned and prepaid," uh-huh. then we would just refund that money to the estate mm-hmm. as long as it's one of the costs that we've set. There are goods and services like third-party services, death certificates. Bagpipers, right. the arrow person who's shooting that Viking, you know, fiery arrow, whatever. No, no, I'm just kidding because that's again a felony. But um, uh, the cost of the tickets to the ball, the game. cost of the tickets to the ball game, those kinds of things. We are, you know, those are things we don't guarantee, and so we wouldn't be able to. I mean, there's we have no control over that one. Yeah. But if we don't provide a good or service that you have paid us for, we'd have to refund that money legally. Okay. So you're. You, Lottily way. Mm-hmm. Sort of the sort of the idea then of you know even going kind of the other direction with that. If you know mom and dad said I don't want people to spend much money on this at all. I don't want this to cost anything, and they get a very low cost uh, casket, let's say. And you know, as the kids, we decide no, we want mom or dad to go out in style. We're going to pay the difference, right? It's not just a you get the the casket or the urn per se. It's you got the specific one that was selected. That's correct. And if you wanted to add anything to that to that plan, you certainly can, and you would just pay the cost today's costs for it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You know, one of those one of those things that uh, that I think folks maybe worry about though, and and you know, we mm-hmm. we kind of got a little bit of it out here was how how can I be sure that my wishes are actually carried out. In, in the pre-planning. If I pre-plan all of it, and I know we, you, you talked a little bit here, mm-hmm. but what if my kids decide to change it all? Um, unless unless you have, oh my gosh, they can. They can just, they can change it. They really can. I, I don't even know what to say that about that. Well, I'm going to talk to Evan <laughs> the next time. Yeah. Yeah. Change my funeral. That's it. They're out. Right. Now, if you put together a, a, a cremation and you wanted to make sure that they did cremate you and you didn't get a traditional casket mm-hmm. and burial, you can sign a self-authorization for cremation that says, that's what I want. You know, other than that, they, they're, they're able to make changes. They really are. All right. Well, folks, we are up against that first break in the show. When we come back, we are going to continue talking with Terry Kane of Dignity Memorial about that gift of pre-planning. That way we also don't have to look at the whole, well, daddy mm-hmm. would have wanted sort of a discussion, quote unquote. Or that what happens. would daddy wanted, exactly. have wanted. Excuse me. Exactly. So folks, stick around. We will be right back. Money affects each of us in different ways. Sometimes it's a source of stress and fear. Sometimes it's a source of comfort and security. Whatever your perspective, it's always good to get a second set of eyes on your finances to help serve as a guide. If you are looking for that guidance, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday mornings at 10. Products and services offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA, SIPC. 
Folks, welcome back to Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. Rick Stevens here in studio with Andrew Rogers and Terry Kane from Dignity Memorial. And, and before we start getting into the uh, the whole, you know, what daddy would have wanted uh, sort of thing, Terry, tell us a little bit about Dignity Memorial, because I'm going to guess there are some folks out there that might just be hearing the name for the first time. Well, if you, when I, I do a lot of seminars for civic groups, veterans groups, and so forth. And when I talk about Dignity Memorial and I say, who's heard of Dignity? Only a handful raises their hand. If I start talking about Dignity's specific funeral homes, then they then they go, oh my gosh, we've used you before. We love you kind of thing, you know. So um, we have four locations here in Colorado Springs, but we have thousands all across the U.S. into Canada and into Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, I should have said that properly. <laughs> um, and so we are technically the largest funeral home cremation and cemetery provider in the world. The four locations that we have here are um, Swan Law Funeral Directors. That's our flagship location downtown. Um, it's been it's been serving families for over a hundred years. Um, it hasn't been in the Dignity family for over a hundred years, probably since oh my gosh, I think it's like eighty years. I, I could be wrong, forgive me, but. Um, another one of our funeral homes is Dove Wit, which is down in the unincorporated area of Fountain. Mm-hmm. And it's been um, a dignity facility since the 80s. Um, we have Memorial Gardens Funeral Home and Cemetery, which is down at Airport and Academy. And it's associated, of course, like I said, with our cemetery. Um, and then we also have Mountain View Mortuary, which is up at Montebello and Academy. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of different funeral homes in, in Colorado Springs and across the U.S., which is really great because that way I'm an Air Force brat. And so PCS is a, a really mm-hmm. a real thing in yes. the in the military world, permanent change of station. And so if they purchased, if somebody purchases a plan here in Colorado Springs and then gets moved, and even if you're not in the military and you moved to another city or state, that, that plan is transferable. We would just find another dignity location near you and, and move it there. So that was really important to me. Yeah, that's that's awesome. The the yeah. whole idea of uh, you know having been a guy who has moved a thousand miles away from family, <laughs> right? Um, you know, and reestablishing roots in different places. I know that there could be those times where you know I didn't really think about moving, but uh, you know I think I'm going to Phoenix or I'm going to uh, Miami or you know why not? I'm going to Lubbock. Um, you know. I can tell you why not, but it's hot there. I lived in Dallas <laughs> and, for and windy, a long time. And windy. Yes. <laughs> right. And and I believe the last thing I was told there was, Hey, here in Lubbock, if you want to see New Mexico, just look up because mm. it's flying above you. <laughs> uh, That's good. Y'all means all y'all. Yes. Y'all, all y'all yes. means all of you. Yes. yes. Y'all is, y'all. is y'all here back. in the room and all y'all is the plural <laughs> right. of y'all. Yes. That's right. So, so we're, we're moving here into this uh, sort of the question, right, of, you know, what, what mama would have wanted or what daddy would have wanted. And, and the idea here of, of doing that pre-planning, it really does give folks an idea of what daddy would have wanted, especially if daddy's the one that already pre-planned and paid for it all, even mm-hmm. though we can make some changes. Right. Uh, we, we won't necessarily have to have an argument because it's it's kind of spelled out in there a little right. bit. Right. But, and we've, we've talked about this before uh, with our state attorney, and I know you kind of alluded to it here in that first segment, but ultimately, if we're doing pre-planning, we really need to make those wishes known 
not just on paper, but but really telling the folks that are going to be impacted by it, right? The ones who are left behind, yes, most definitely. Yeah, you need to let them know. It's in pre-planning. I I just have to say, pre-planning and pre-funding. It is such a kindness. It is it's a kindness for anybody left behind because ten percent of what we do is for the person who's passed away. Ninety percent of what we do is for the people who are left behind trying to get through life without you in it. And it's very difficult. And the two questions that we get at the funeral home most often are, the first question is, what would mom or dad have wanted? Mm -hmm. And they're talking to us and each other about it. And if you don't have a plan put in place or if you've never had the discussion, there's no, you have no idea. And it's very difficult. And then when we do aftercare with our families, the, the question we get is, do you think I did the right thing? That's that's very impactful. I mean, and it yeah. lasts for a really long time. So there are so many reasons why why people need to do this. First of all, it brings you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it eliminates some of the emotional burden and a lot of the financial burden. Um, it, it eliminates the worry about how the arrangements will be paid for and by whom. Um, it locks in the cost at today's costs. And, of course, we are subject to inflation, as we spoke of before. Um, and it also lets your family know what those wishes, what your wishes are. And it, it, it eliminates the, the, the question in their minds about whether or not they're doing the right thing. And, it, and I want you to also know that emotional spending is very real. Oh, yes. People spend oh, yes. 20% more on, on average um, when they're sitting at an arrangement with somebody who is not preplanned. It's, you're in a grief mode. You're not thinking clearly. Um, and it's really easy to overspend. It's it's the one of the hardest things to do is to talk people out of spending money that they don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep, it's it's uh, we do it all the time. And Harry, I think I know probably what you'll say with this, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, oblige me. When should we start making these plans? I mean, is it ever a point where it's too early to start getting this lined out, planned, and taken care of? That's a great question. Great question, Andrew, because. I don't know, you know, I, I lost three friends in, in their 40s. And so I'm talking to my kids in their 20s and 30s about getting it done. Mm-hmm. I did a review for a family who in, somehow had the forethought to plan in 1959 when they were in their 20s. They planned a full casketed burial. They purchased plots, headstones. They mm-hmm. did a full service with floral arrangements and receptions and catering, um, just all of these pieces. And they spent $900 for two people. Wow. And back then that was a lot of yes. money. But when we added a, added up everything in today's costs, it was over $27,000. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's never too early to start planning. Mm. Just get it done. Get the costs locked in. Mm-hmm. Once you start paying on a plan, Again, like I said, if we have costs I mean, increases, you don't. Yeah, you kind of mentioned that, but you know, let's. Is it you mentioned there are a few things that you know are definitely out of that control? So I mean, with that inflation, you know, say you lock in here now in twenty twenty two rates, and mm-hmm. then you get into the you know twenty fifty twenty sixty. You know, even think what, ahead that far. <laughs> I, and and that's the problem that a lot of people you know not planning don't think that far ahead. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why we're having this conversation today that, uh, you know, what is the chances or what could be impacted by that inflation that could maybe be that hit that uh, people might not be aware of and might need to leave in that additional estate plan to make sure everything gets covered? 
The only thing that we don't guarantee are those third-party costs and taxes. Okay. Um, oh, gosh, I was going to – I had a really great thought when you were talking about that. What the heck? It'll come back to me. But but truly, I mean, you – the thing about it, pre-planning is mm-hmm. it is a literal life insurance policy that is very, very specialized for solely for the cost of your cremation or your funeral plan. Okay. And – a long time ago, people would go into a funeral home and they would they would pre-plan and prepay. Well, if that funeral home went out of business, families just lost their lost right. their money. Well, the states stepped in and said that's not going to happen anymore. From now on, you have to put it in a life insurance policy that is owned by the insured, and then we also back it even further with another insurance company because. If something happened and you did not use that plan, say you moved to Europe where we don't have a facility, mm-hmm. it just is treated like a, a like a life insurance policy and you get mm-hmm. that death benefit. So you do not lose that money. Yeah. And, you know, kind of with that and that idea of pre-planning things like that, you know, I'll use myself as an example. Say I make a plan now, mm-hmm. but yet, you know, I still probably have a little bit longer time. Uh, I certainly uh, hope so. knock on wood yeah. that uh, – you know, if something changes, you know, say either I have a, you know, massive life change, something happens and you don't want to make those changes or adjustments. What does that process look like knowing that it's already kind of pre-planned and prepaid? I, I don't quite understand your question. So, you know, let's say now I plan for something very basic. You've planned for something yeah, basic and you've paid for it. And paid for it. And then okay. all of a sudden, you know, 20, 30 years down the road, okay. I'm like, you know what? I can't take it with me. I don't want to give it to the kids because I don't know how they'll spend it. So let's just, you know, pour it all back in. You know, what is there ways to go back through and change that or maybe change, yes. you know, from, you know, in the ground to cremated or whatever technology that may be federally allowed in two, three decades that we don't know about yet? Yes. If there are changes, you can definitely change. I mean, again, if you don't, I mean, if you don't use all of the, the planned, the mm-hmm. I mean, the money that was planned mm-hmm. for, the money comes back. If yeah. you add anything to it, you'll just pay that day's costs for it. Okay. But I can tell you, we can pre-plan anything from a direct cremation at $1,700 all the way up to space flight for 25000 You know, I mean... It's actually cheaper than SpaceX. It's real. It's so cool. <laughs> I mean, we are a full, we are full service facility, so we can do as much or as little as you want us to do. Okay. If you've planned for things and you want to put more into it, I mean, you're going to be gone anyway. Leave it to the kids. Holy cow! Don't well, don't just set bl- them up for a party. <laughs> what, um, right. And so we, we we've kind of been talking about this whole you know I would like this for myself and, and that mm-hmm. for myself, but what if I know that I want to prepay? But I don't exactly know what I want pre-planned. How do you how do you actually help folks kind of walk through that? You know, do you want this or that? Do you want you know sort of like the optometrist, right? Is it A or is it B? Is it A or is it B? How do how do you walk folks through some of that decision making process? And and do you even have to go through all that decision making up front? Versus you know what we're going to start with a a smaller plan that we know we're going to use probably at least that much on and build it over time. Well, I say you should you should know what you want before you fund it, usually. I mean, or at least have a really good idea. Uh, you know, decide, do you want a cremation? Do you want to have a traditional burial? Find out those pieces. And I really encourage people, put extra stuff in that plan. I mean, 
plans are pretty pretty traditional, pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You have um, either a, a you have transportation costs. You have to pick somebody up from wherever they pass. You have to do the the basic services of the funeral director and staff. You have mm-hmm. uh, the cremation costs. You have a service. You have um, floral arrangements. You have memorial folders and guest books and DVDs and online obituaries and life stories and all of these pieces. Put catered receptions in there. Put everything in there. And again, at the very least, if you cho- if your kids say these things are not necessary. That money that you've paid for it at that day's cost, whatever you pay for it, goes back to the estate anyway. So wow. just put in there what you want. But I, I, I do encourage people to fund it, or I mean fund it at the same time you plan it, because, again, it locks in those costs. Well, and with that, is there a way to, you know, say fund it? Maybe somebody really just has that belief that, you know, I'm not going to be there. This party is not for me. It's for the survivors. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to leave that planning part open-ended and, you know, tell the kids, the survivors, you know, take care of it, you know, do what you feel is necessary. I trust you for that, but I'm going to leave it paid for. Is there a way to at least leave that pot of money for them to go back into that discretion of this is how we want to honor dad, mom, et cetera? So, again, all of those pieces that we talked about, you put them in there. All, at the time when somebody passes, we are not allowed to do anything until we've met with people and gotten okay. permits signed and permissions signed and so on and so forth. So when they come in and have that meeting with the funeral director, they're going to literally, literally walk through the, the all of these pieces with them. What what kind of flowers would you want? So there are tons mm-hmm. of decisions they'll still be making. They have to choose where they – the dates and times and places of the surface, services – um, they choose the food that they want catered in. They choose the place that that they want the service and the place that they want the reception. I mean, if you wanted to have a, a catered reception out at a national park, we would bring our caterers would bring the food out there to you. I mean, um, you get to choose themes. You get to choose. I mean, we have the most incredible life stories published to our website with an online obituary. You can put up to two hundred and fifty photographs in 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 this beautiful life story that's published where anywhere in the world you can access it and it lasts in perpetuity. So generations down the line can also, you know, do some, some heritage tracing at that point. So you can put all of this money in all of these pieces and they Mm -hmm. get to make the decisions on, on what it looks like at the Mm -hmm. time. You don't, I mean, you can give them ideas of what you want. If you like fishing and hunting, you there are themes that you can go towards. I mean, just just tons of things that way. But you know, the basics of the service are going to be pretty pretty uh, standard. Awesome. Well, folks, we are up against that next break in the show. When we come back, Terry, I've got a fun obituary question to ask before oh, no. we really get into uh, that okay. that next segment on on counting the cost. So, folks, stick around. We will be right back. Are you worried about what's been going on in the markets and how it has affected your portfolio? Maybe you need a financial checkup. If you have questions about the health of your financial future, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary checkup. And remember to tune into Cardio on Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. to catch Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial Group. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Well, folks, thanks for sticking around with us through that break. Rick Stevens here in studio with Andrew Rogers. It is Money Matters presented by FRS Financial. 
We're talking with Terry Kane at Dignity Memorial. We're talking about pre-planning our our memorial services, all these different pieces that go in there. And and, and Terry, you you hit very briefly on a piece in that last segment where you talked about the idea of you know coming up with that obituary ahead mm-hmm. of time. Um, I, I heard a guy once talking about this, how you know obituaries are really boring sort of things. And we need to make them fun. And I want to know, would you guys do a fun obituary like, you know, Rick Stevens passed away today. He invented pineapple juice and he discovered Portugal. Oh. I mean, would you would you put something like that in there to have a little fun with it? Because really, they're going to go, well, the guy's dead. We're not going to argue with him, right? Well, let me just tell you, we don't do obituaries. Your families do. For instance, I wrote my dad's and then I passed it to my, the basic outline. And then I passed it along to my siblings they added pieces to it. We gave it to mom for the final say. We write our own obituaries. Our families do. Mm-hmm. We don't write them for you. You don't want somebody who doesn't know you to write an obituary no, for you. No, I'm just you. saying, would you okay mine if I wrote it, that I um, invented pineapple juice? I, 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 with a disclaimer, I say probably. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. on. I mean, I'm, I'm certain that, you know, people have put some really great pieces in. I can tell you that from mine... Um, you know, I told I was talking before about how you had you could put up to 250 mm-hmm. photos in there. I told my kids if there are any good pictures of me, show them now. Get the crazy ones when I pass away, so that laughter is is absolutely mandatory <laughs> and and tears are optional. You, you know, get a little weekend at Bernie's thing going on. <laughs> I don't know about that. I've never seen that. <laughs> that one may also not be fully legal. If the bike uh, roll is not allowed, I doubt uh, weekend at Bernie's. I guess I better be watch that. True. I've heard so many references to that. Uh, yes, yes, you should. Yes, <laughs> okay. you should. Um, so this uh, this segment, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we've we, we've kind of hinted at and talked a little bit about uh, along the way, and okay. and that's really you know it's money matters, right? So we want to talk about the cost of different things. You know, we've talked to how if you lock in today's prices, you don't have to worry so much about the inflation down the line. Mm-hmm. And you, you you talked very briefly, right, about that that the the low end cost of a very basic cremation. Versus the the, the high-end cost Mm -hmm. of of shooting me off into space. (laughs) What does a funeral typically cost these days? If if you can put a range. I know you can't put a dollar figure specifically, but if you can put a range in a a typical memorial service type thing, what are folks generally paying these days? Well, you're talking about memorial services. So the range, if you want to go from a range with, I mean, where lowest end is just a direct cremation all the way up to however much you would like to spend on it. The lowest cost, I mean, through a dignity facility here in Colorado Springs um, with with our groups um, is around $1,700. That's direct cremation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can go up from there. If you add services, if you add receptions, if you add a, a, an allowance for flowers and memorial folders and online obituaries, I mean, you can, the, the it just runs the gamut. We can... People don't know that you can actually have viewings with cremations. We can make your cremation mm-hmm. look like a traditional service. You can have a rental casket. You can have a an open casket service. And then when the service is over, the, the, the insert comes right. out and the, the person who's passed goes to the crematory and the rest of the family goes to the reception. I mean, it costs probably from, I'm going to say, about 1700 up to, you know, 
10, 15, 20,000, whatever you want to spend, you can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, if I'm typically when I'm talking with, uh, you know, clients and we're talking about, you know, making those end, end plans, if you will, on the legacy side, if I'm mm-hmm. throwing out, hey, expect $10,000-ish, maybe more, maybe less, depending on how much you want going so that's on. That's for cremation. So the traditional burial is more. So mm-hmm. traditional burials run probably seven or eight thousand dollars, and again to the right. high end, you can spend hundreds of thousand dollars if you choose. I mean, if you're talking to people about that legacy planning piece, tell them to come see me, and then I'll give them costs and options, and they can make a choice and say this is what we want to plan for that. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we can we can we can put a dollar figure on it for them if they want for and sure. Terry, as you're having those kind of conversations and mm-hmm. you're meeting with families and meeting with people doing that pre-planning, what are some of the bigger misconceptions that are still out there when it comes to the pre-planning and as well as the cost of these services? Well, I can tell you the biggest one that I run into is with veterans. I speak with veterans groups all of the time, and they believe that because they served, mm-hmm. that their that their um, funeral costs are fully covered. Um, that's just not the case anymore. The, they they do qualify for burial benefits, VA burial benefits, if you have a DD two fourteen and honorable discharge, and you can even um, become predetermined eligible for burial in a VA national cemetery. Um, through, you know, nothing gets done in the military without a form. So we have forms for that. <laughs> but the mi- biggest misconception is when I sp- speak with veterans, they say, I don't need to worry about it. I've got it covered. Well, basically you do have a benefit and you've earned it. So don't let anybody say it's free to you because it's not, you've earned it with your service. Um, but I would love to, to explain that whole piece to you. What what does the VA cover mm-hmm. and what is the family's responsibility? And, you know, this is something, too, you know, you and I had talked about a couple of years ago as we mm-hmm. were doing this with uh, my wife's grandfather. This is something that really any service, you know, dignity, things like that can do. You don't have to go to a specific funeral home that just happens to have the word veterans in it and kind of get, you know, kind of snowed by that. Anyone can work with these veterans benefits and make sure that uh, things are planned out and taken care of properly. Um, Funeral homes, all funeral homes should be able to help you, but just because they have a specific word in their title does not necessarily mean they're part of the VA, not to be disrespectful to anybody who may, but I'm telling you, you know, if you have a, a, a funeral home worth its salt, they should be able to help you get into a VA National Cemetery. It takes a little bit because you have to get a hold of the National Cemetery Scheduling Office in St. Louis, Missouri. And then you have to coordinate with, for instance, our Pikes Peak National Cemetery out here or whatever cemetery you decide to go to um, uh, and just kind of find out exactly what it's going to take to get you in okay. there. Yeah, and kind of with that too, you know, again, I have uh, some family members that may be in this position, you know, say that you already have planned your services here and had everything planned, you know, at Memorial Gardens. Okay. But uh, that was before Pikes Peak National Cemetery was here. And all of a sudden now you want to transfer and, you know, use that earned benefit and be in the National Cemetery versus here in town. Okay, well, that runs into a little bit more of a of a, a sticky situation because your 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 burial benefit out at the VA National Cemetery that mm-hmm. is basically from the gate of that cemetery in is covered by the VA. Okay. If you've purchased plots already, for instance, at Memorial Gardens or Evergreen, our our city cemetery or another cemetery, then 
you can speak with the cemetery about either, you know, helping you per, sell those to someone else or you can sell them on your own or you can donate them to a, a homeless veteran group or you can donate them to a church and write them off on your taxes, those kinds of things. But typically I can say that I know that um, if you have plots, you can deed them to your children. I okay. mean, it's not it's not really easy to just get rid of a, a cemetery plot. There are there are steps you have to take to, you know, to find a way to to get it to someone else okay uh, there are options then. there are there are, there are options and again yes. if you have that pre-planning you can go through and you can make those adjustments and you have those experts even if you, you don't have the pre-planning you can make those adjustments okay. so one of the um one of the things that i will often sort of run into here when i'm talking with folks about pre-planning things is that 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 idea right that well won't don't I just have enough life insurance to be able to take care of whatever this is going to cost? Um, mm. So what what do you say to the folks that go, oh, my life insurance should be plenty to take care of whatever we need? Well, I have a lot of a lot of thoughts around that one too. <laughs> First of all, I have life insurance. I did not purchase life insurance to pay for my burial. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, Inflation happens, and the cost of, of traditional burial and cremation is constantly increasing. So funeral homes require payment before services are rendered because we do not want to become a collection agency, meaning you already are sad and don't want to be in our building, and for us to accept payments would be just ridiculous because we'd have to call and pester you, and we may or may not get paid. People purchase Life insurance in uh, place for very specific reasons, but not typically for the costs of uh, um, the funeral. Right. Um, it'll cover your final expenses, but um, as I said, they have to be paid for up front. And while many life insurance policies or bank accounts aren't accessible to families until after the funeral, funeral services are rendered, you would usually use that kind of money to reimburse somebody who's paid for it, or we could go through... I know that some people go through a third party um, to help collect on that when it is actually applied for, but it adds an additional cost to the contract. So there's a lot to that. People don't typically put life insurance in place for a funeral cost. Right. And that's, and that's kind of one of those things that we, we usually talk about is, you know what? Yes. um, You, you may pass on a Saturday, but your family is probably going to, within that next week to 10 days, want to have your services. And I've yet to see an insurance company send you that check within a week to 10 days. Well, insurance companies, a lot of the times, I'm not going to say all the time because I don't know all of the ins and outs because in every entity is different, but they usually require a death certificate. And mm-hmm. you can't usually get a death certificate for at least you know a, a few days to a couple of weeks and or or further depending on the circumstances right. so you know again we have to have uh, everything paid for before we we do services for you because it's just the policy you know I, it sounds kind of cold but but it makes sense it's just you know it's true yeah, it makes, i hate to say it we're a business sense. and oh, yeah. you know we have to stay in business because we provide a very important service exactly so. exactly now in terms of the 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 payment itself um, are you guys of that? Okay, here's a here's the what we've got laid out. It's this one lump sum, or do you guys offer payment plans over a few months? You know, especially if you've got a thirty or forty something 
who's coming into pre-plan, probably not thinking it's going to happen for 30 or 40 years. Now, granted, you're not going to pay for it for 30 years like a mortgage, but, no. you know, do you have like a six months or a 12 month sort of payment option in there? We do have we do have a lot of um, ways to pay for it. We usually can find a place a place that fits most budgets. It's always more economical to pay for things outright, mm-hmm. but a lot of times people don't have ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars just to plop down on cemetery or funeral arrangements. So we do have payment plans. Those payment plans are kind of interesting and cool because I mean we have three, five, ten year, fifteen year if necessary plans. Um, for payments, I always tell people find the biggest payments you can pay toward the plan that doesn't hurt mm-hmm. because, I mean, you, you want to get it paid off as quickly as possible. Um, we do add in there, people say, oh, you, you know, you add interest. Well, we don't. We add what we call cost of insurance, which says that if right. you are paying for this plan over a five or a 10 or a 15 year plan, uh, term and something happens and you pass away, um, it com- that insurance component kicks in and it pays the policy off if you are not graded. If you have health issues that you have to answer some health questions to find out mm-hmm. if you are graded. If you are, then in, you have to – this is kind of crazy. It's a long it's, – it, there's more explanation really needed. But you have to live for two years while you're paying on that payment. After that two years, that insurance component kicks in. If you pass away during that two years – it becomes what they call a return of premium policy, which says you get your funds that you've paid in back plus 3% growth on that money, and then you just still pay for the rest of the, the contract, um, the, the goods and services you contracted with us to do. But it still did lock that cost in place. Um, and, yeah, there's a whole lot to that, but but that was the gist. I mean, yeah, there are caveats, please. <laughs> yeah. as, as with everything, uh, oh, just right. like just like Evan tells us uh, each week that he's on, it depends. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, but we definitely do have payment plans. We definitely do have early payoff options. Um, so you know, we would just have to sit down and see your particular case how how it would work for you. Awesome. Well, folks, we are up against that final break in today's show. When we come back, we're going to finish up. Talking about the the idea of doing that pre-planning, that gift that it is, and, and some of those other things that we need to consider in this process. So stick around. We will be right back. Does stock market volatility have you wondering which way is up? Do the talking heads and doomsayers have you wondering if this really is the end? If you want straight answers from an advisor who isn't just trying to sell you something, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment today. And don't forget to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday mornings at 10 right here on KRDO. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Folks, thanks for sticking with us through that last break in today's show. Rick Stevens here in studio with Andrew Rogers. This is Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. We are talking today with Terry Kane, Dignity Memorial. We are learning. Oh, my goodness, are we ever learning. So much. (laughs) About the ideas here behind pre-planning those memorial services, things that, uh, you know, we we want to give basically as a gift, if you will, to those that are left behind because that takes one very stressful thing Mm -hmm. off of their plate. But there's some things that I wonder about. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because as a planner, 
right? I don't, I don't just sit down with folks and, and do retirement planning once and say, good luck, see you later. And from that estate planning side, I know that uh, with, with my estate attorney, we don't just, you know, write out the will, write out what's in the trust and say, you know, see we'll see everybody else later, but not you. <laughs> there, there's communication that happens over sure. the course of years. There's revisiting of the things that we want to have done. Is that the same sort of thing that happens when you have pre-planned your memorial service? Are there times where, you know, every five years or 10 years that you will sit down with folks and say, hey, just checking in, want to make sure that everything is still good, that you haven't wanted to change anything in this. If you want to add some new things to what we've got going on. I mean, it could very well be, you know, we, we talked earlier about the, hey, oh, yeah, I've moved. I'm in a completely different state now. Okay, now we've got to find a new place that, that is associated with dignity. Uh, but, you know, it could be something like, uh, you know, I wanted, I wanted buried in a uh, Cubs coffin. And, uh, you know, later on, I just decided that it took him, you know, 180 years uh, mm-hmm. in that in that series. And they only ever won one World Series. So I'm changing the uh, I'm changing the casket that, that I've got going on here. Are there are there times that you guys have set up to kind of check in to say, are we still good with what the plan is? So let me let me speak to that on a couple of different levels. Um, when you put a plan in place. It's it like like we talked about before. It's a life insurance plan solely. I mean, very specialized solely for the cost of your funeral or cremation. You don't want to make a lot of changes in there because it's it's a life insurance policy. You don't just buy a life insurance policy and then change it and then ten years later do a new one because you're going to do a different. You're going to pay a different rate. It's gonna it's gonna affect you. Right. But I do always encourage families to talk to each other about things. Mm. Um, when I come out to visit with families, I always bring out a personal planning guide. It is it is a tool that is amazing that I tell people, if you fill this thing out, it'll mm-hmm. answer 90 to 95% of the questions that a funeral director will need answers to at the time you pass. I tell them, always fill it out completely. Always use pencil because things are subject to change. <laughs> um, and I always say, too, if, in, use me as a resource. If you want to come in and review things, that's fine. I'll do that. But, again, I never encourage people to – to just change that policy because that's why I tell people put as put as much in there or even more because the, the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to give your family a gift of cash when they go in and they ch- you've changed your mind that's fine yeah. you know whatever if they don't use all of the, the the things that are that are contracted with us to do but I always tell people always revisit that plan with your family mm-hmm. always remember remind them of where that planning guide is so that if something happens they call a the funeral home they get the they get the book they come be, meet with the funeral director. Always check your will. You know, I mean, not always, but every so often, every few years, read through, make sure it's correct. Check with your financial planner. Make sure that you're on track. I mean, all of those pieces are all the same. Yes, I do say revisit things, but mostly it's 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 with your family in our case. Yeah, and Terry, you know, kind of speaking of that, what suggestions do you have to maybe kind of start those conversations? You know, mm. if you have somebody who... You've tried to ask mom and dad, hey, what are your plans? And you kind of get a, a sketchy, well, you know, we'll get back to you. Or, you know, trying to make sure that there might be plans in place, knowing that you'll be the one having that meeting at the end of the day, not them. Well, there are several ways to approach that. When parents don't want to talk about it, or kids, I was the kid that when my parents did pre-planning, they said, mm-hmm. we want to talk to you about it. And I cried and I walked away and said, I'm not talking to you about this. And yeah. they said, 
well, we're not going to have you be our executrix because you'll stuff us and you'll put mom by the sink and me in the easy chair. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. So when you can imagine their shock and awe when I decided to get into this mm-hmm. business when my dad actually did pass, um, I didn't want families to have the same experience as us. So that's why I do what I do. Um, but what I tell families is if mom and dad don't want to have the conversation, mm-hmm. you have the conversation. You get your plan put in place. You mm-hmm. bring that book, your book, complete your completed mm-hmm. book over, and your your um, schedule A, your itemized goods and statements. And you say, Mom and Dad, if I go before you, I want you to see what I've done. This is really important, and okay. and and I think it's a really important thing for you to do too. How would you want things handled if you if it, if you go before me? None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. None of us. So, um, I always encourage people lead by example. Okay. You know, that's, um, it's, it, it is, I think, one of those really good ways to approach that. You right? bet. Especially as the kid approaching it with your parents. Right. Right. To say, hey, I did this. I want you guys to know what we've got going on. Right. Now, you've seen how easy it was for me and how this isn't a, you know, terrible, horrible, you know, oh my goodness sort yeah. of a thing. But ultimately, we all have to face our mortality at some point. True. But I also tell people, that when I have conversations with families, I try really hard to make it not about death and about dying, but more about protecting people who, who you love. I mean, we put protections in place all the time with with planning. We, we plan, you know, we plan for, for financial uh, happenings. We plan for, for marriages. We plan for, for graduations and for, for school and, mm-hmm. you know, just all kinds of things. This is just another level of protection. I mean, it's... It, one thing I wanted to, to, to really share was um, it's 70% of Americans have life insurance. 55% of us die writ- with a written will, which means 45 die mm-hmm. intestate. 25, fewer than 25% of us, fewer than 25% of us pre-plan our funerals. I don't know why that isn't one of the most important parts of our preparations because Again, it is an absolute kindness for somebody, you know, for anybody left behind. Somebody you love is going to have the responsibility of taking care of this when you die. It's not about you. It's about them. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's, um, we, we've talked about all those various pieces in there mm-hmm. and the things that, <clears throat> that, that can get planned, right? right. And, and you even pulled out the, uh, the idea that even the music can be planned yeah. in the service. And that's actually one of the things that I have told my my wife and my kids over the years is that, you know, I, I love the song Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. I hate the way that it typically gets sung mm-hmm. because, believe it or not, Amazing Grace gets sung like it's a funeral dirge, right? <laughs> it's so sad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but there is a version of that. And and for the folks that that are uh, fans of old, I won't say bad westerns, but it wasn't a great <laughs> western. But the 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 movie Maverick years ago oh. had a version of Amazing Grace that is so upbeat, and I want to stand up and dance to it. I've told my kids that's the Amazing Grace. Don't I just play. tell them about it. Write it down. Put it on a thumb drive. You know, same with your photographs and different things like that. That's really a good point, and it just made me think of something. A lot of times when I'm working with families, we do an amazing online obituary and life-remembered story for you, and 
we upload photos and all of these things. We were talking about that a little mm-hmm. bit. It's called our Making Everlasting Memories. It's really cool. When we're doing those kinds of things, we have all of these. Um, I have a lot of families that say, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do our own DVD and this and that and the other. And I say, that is great, but I can't tell you how many times you've you've created a DVD, DVD for us to play at a service and you show it on your TV and it works perfectly fine or your computer. Right. You bring it to the funeral home or the church, and we put it in, and it does not work. Yeah, Let us help you with those kinds of things. You bring whatever you want. You can, you know, if you have tons and tons of, of paper photos, we can scan them in. If you've got photos on a thumb drive, start, you know, just start amassing those things. Write your, you know, your favorite life memories out. Write, I mean, uh, store your photos in a, in a form of media or in a file folder. Um it's really important to just kind of make, there's so much to do when somebody passes away. It is, none of us really do a lot of funeral planning, thank God, but there's so much to do and you just have no idea how much it is. Let us help. We are so good at what we do and, we, and we've done it for so many, so many families. Let us help you. We're, 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 you wouldn't, you know, perform surgery on yourself. Not typically, no. So, no. You, I mean, but I did watch a nice YouTube video about I'm how to sure. do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let us help you. We are professionals. We're great at what we do, and we love what we do. Every one of us has our own story, why we do what we do, and that is a huge piece, too. Yeah. So, so Terry, if folks are, are out there and they're going, okay, I, I, I think this actually is a good idea that, that I should be mm. doing some of this pre-planning, that I, that I do need – to sit down and talk about it, whether it's for me um, as a as a child, I can pre-plan for my parents as well in some form, right? You can if you have an insurable interest. You can. Um, I. It's always better for for the people who are planning to. I mean, to be able to sign the papers themselves. You know right. what I mean? <clears throat> so I I think that's a big piece. I mean. You can encourage your family to do it. You can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink kind of thing. Yes. It's always better if, if you know, you plan yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, very me. much Sorry. so. Well, if folks are, are are just now at that spot, they're going, okay, I, I want to do this. I need to do this. I need to sit down and do this. Did I mention they need to sit down and do this? Um, how, how do they get in touch with you to start that process? Well, they can call me. Um, my cell phone is probably best. It is 719-351-1552. Um, and I can sit down and just go through costs and options and visit with you and your spouse or you and your family or whomever has, you know, the, the questions that it, that you want included. I'd love to sit down with you if you've got veterans group or civic groups or church groups or anybody who you want to have, you know, me visit with. I would be more than happy to do that. It's absolutely, I, I, I love what I do, and I think everybody should do it. I don't think you're ever too young. 719-351-1552, um, and maybe you can even you know, keep my card, and if they call you, you can give it to them. Oh, absolutely. That's uh, one of those things, you know, folks, if, if you do have those questions, um, if, you're, if you're listening through, and you don't have anything to write down with, uh, you can always go to the FRS Financial Group website, send me an email, give me a phone call. I can, uh, I can get you connected with Terry so that 
she can answer the questions she knows the information about rather than me just sitting there going, well, I think this. So, always And if I don't know, source. I'll find out for sure. Uh, That's for sure. But, and if I don't answer, leave me a message. I promise to get, get in touch with you as soon as I can. But I don't usually interrupt my, my meetings with families because it's really important. So Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, folks, that's all the time we've got for this week on Money Matters. Terry, thank you for coming in. Thank you for uh, educating the listeners about the importance and the gift, really, that that pre-planning is. Folks, we will be back again next week, continuing to talk about your money because your money matters. Tune in next week, everybody. Everybody.